Has this ever been you? You're getting ready for church on a Sunday morning and you hit the alarm one too many times and you're running a few minutes late and you're trying to scramble to get dressed and get ready and you wonder to yourself, does it even matter? My church has a live stream. I can I can watch it from home. Does this scrambling, does this getting there a few minutes late, does any of it make a difference? Do you ever find going to church to be kind of a chore? It can be something that just takes time out of your schedule. And you ask that same question. Why does it even matter if I go or not? Especially now with every single church doing a live stream, I can just watch it at home. I think that's where a lot of Christians are coming from right now. A lot of people can relate to that statement. I'm Josh Cave, and I've asked that exact same question. In fact, I've spent a lot of my life asking questions about church and Christianity. That curiosity has led me into a lot of study, and even recently earning a bachelor's degree in Bible and theology. And I found myself asking, why is it so important to go to church in person if I can just watch it at home? from the privacy of my own couch or my own bed. In this episode, Garrett Vess and I talk about some of what we've learned in church and why that it's so important. And today we're going to talk about some of the most valuable reasons to go to church in person rather than online. But before we get to that, let's cue the music. Welcome to the After Youth Podcast where we answer the most challenging questions asked by Christian young adults. Thank you for joining us for another episode, and let's dive in. Hey guys, thanks for joining us for another episode. Here we're answering the question, why is going to church so important? Do you ever find yourself on a Sunday morning wondering if going to church is really even a big deal? A year and a half ago, I found myself in that same situation, asking that same question. My wife and I had moved to Chattanooga, Tennessee, and we didn't have a home church yet. So we were getting ready to go search for a church, but we were still kind of getting used to the new city. At the same time, COVID was still in the back of everybody's mind. So every church had a live stream. So we found ourselves watching live streams and keeping up with our old church. And I'll be honest, being able to sleep in on a Sunday morning was uh, was kind of a dangerous game, and it was really nice to not have to get up and get ready super early. Even now, whenever my alarm clock goes off on a Sunday morning and I'm groggy and going through my, my questioning life choices, I wonder how important is it? You know, how important is it really that I go to church rather than watching the live stream or watching a famous pastor on TV. So I figured in all of this, if I've asked that question, probably other people have too. And doing some study and some research, I found that it's not just me. There are a lot of people that changed their habits whenever COVID hit. There was a study done by Pew Research that talks about church attendance before and after COVID. They found that before COVID, 33% of Christians attended church at least every month. After COVID, that number dropped all the way down to 10%. So there's this 23% swing in church attendance before and after COVID. So where did all these people go? 
if they didn't run from Christianity, what are they doing? Are they just not going to church? Like, what happened? On that same article, they explained that there's been a huge increase in people attending church online through live stream or TV. The number of people that were watching live streams actually more than doubled during COVID. The studies show what I found in my own life is that it's a lot easier to watch a live stream than it is to go in person to church. If so many people are going to church online, why don't I do the same thing? Why don't you do the same thing? Why is, why is going to church so important, so valuable? There are some things that I personally, I personally gain from watching a live stream or watching a pastor on TV. There's things I learn. Even now, there are some pastors that I listen to on a podcast or, or just because I learn a lot from them, I, I check out what they're preaching about. But I believe there are some things that you can only get from being in church in person and you can't get it from watching a live stream or without going to a service. And I do want to preface the rest of this by saying, you know, I know some people have family members that can't attend church for some reason. You know, they might be handicapped in some way. They, you know, they might be sick or they might have COVID. And I understand uh, being cautious about some of those things. So I'm not knocking those people, but for people that are able-bodied and can go to church, why is it important that we do it? I believe there are three things that make it important to attend church in person. The first thing is kind of obvious. It's community. And Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, it says, and let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting one another as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see that day approaching. You know, we've talked a lot in conversations about young adult groups on community, how community is so valuable to this time in our lives. It's just as equally important on a Sunday morning or, or going to connect with people in the church. And it's really easy to consider like, you know, I really don't want to get up and, and talk to people. You know, maybe I'm an introvert and it takes a lot out of me to go into a church service. So I'll just watch the live stream. But you can't build relationships with people at church if you're not at the church. And I think this verse explains community really well. It talks about spurring one another on, you know, toward love and good deeds to help us be better and serve God better with our lives. And at the same time, they encourage us. We encourage them. You know, we, we build each other up for the sake of reaching as many people as possible for God. And so community in the church is there to help us grow, to help us become better, to help us grow in our relationship with God. The second thing is about power. The Bible makes it clear in multiple verses that God moves, especially in groups. Now, obviously, God can do incredible things at your house by yourself. You know, you could be praying and God show up in a powerful way. But the Bible explicitly says in James 5, 14, is anyone among you sick? 
Let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. So whenever you are sick or have an ailment or have something going on, if you need prayer, if you need God to, to move in your life and to change something in a powerful way, the Bible calls us to be in church, to go to church and, and pray about it. And there's a long history of, of church movements that started in groups. They started whenever people began to gather. The Church of God and Assembly of God, a lot of these charismatic movements were birthed through the Azusa Street revivals. And then you've got revival after revival. There's some in Arkansas that that started out some some denominations and others in the in the mountains toward the, the east side of the US, kind of where I'm at. And all these big revivals were powerful and God moved and God sparked. God sparked denominations that would that would go and do incredible things. So there's power in meeting with people of God. And similar to that is the presence of God. And that's the third thing here. Uh, just like the second one, it's true that you can feel the presence of God at home. But it's biblical that God is among his people. Matthew 18, 20, for where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. And yeah, just this morning I was at a church service. Yeah, it was one of those the pastor really didn't preach. He more, you know, talked about some mission stuff that they were doing and different things like that. And sitting at home, it might not might not feel the same thing. But I, I sat there in that service just feeling the presence of God during worship and feeling the presence of God as I talked about those different things. And I'm not a big crier, but like after hearing some of the stories, after hearing what God was doing, just sitting there in the presence of God, having God speak to my own heart, you know, I, I went out and sat in the car and just cried, you know, just, you know, tears rolling down, you know, just because I felt like God was speaking into my own life in that, in that moment. And I, I don't think you get that as much when you watch a live stream, not that God can't talk to you. But I think we miss out on the presence of God in some ways. And I, I want you to imagine in your own mind that you're sitting at home watching a church service. The pastor finishes up, you know, he's preached a good message. The worship was good. And there's this powerful altar call. They're still recording. You're sitting at home and you're watching people. You're watching people come in number after number after number, tons of people flooding the altars and you can tell they're genuinely being touched by God. The power of God is moving on them and you're watching and you, you want to be in that moment. You want to feel the presence of God. You, you need God to do something in your life, but you're at home. You've made a choice to sit at home and to, and you don't have the opportunity to go down and to get prayed for. You don't have the opportunity for God's presence to sweep in like it might be for some of those other people. And like I said, you can feel the presence of God at home. God can do incredible things at your house, but there's something powerful about being in a group of people. As I thought about this, it's always easier to not do something. You know, it's always easier to sit at home rather than go out. You know, inevitably, on a Sunday morning, Molly's going to take a while to get ready. And we're going to be five to 10 minutes late after she gets mad at me for asking. 
you know, how much longer she's going to (laughs) take. But it's always easier to stay at home. It's always easier to watch it on TV. It's, It's always easier to not go do something. I could say the same thing about going to the gym. It's always easier to not go to the gym. And sometimes we can make church just a thing we check off the list, you know, like, yeah, I got up and brushed my teeth. You know, we went to church this week, you know, we, we paid the bills, you know, it could just be another obligation that we have to fulfill in life. You know, I went to my job this week, but in church, just like in, in everything else in our lives, you have to remember what the goal is. When we begin to look at church for what it truly is, for what the goal is, it's a place where we can encounter God, build relationships, and have God touch our needs. And whenever you start to look at it that way, getting to go to church becomes a gift rather than an obligation. And I think that's the perspective that we have to have is whenever whenever something else is easier, there's a reward for doing the thing that's harder. You know, if if I work out, do it consistently, even though it's harder, there's a reward at the end of it, hopefully, you know, if I'm doing it right. But the same is true with church. Whenever we do the hard thing and we get up and we, we go and we, we be a part of the service, I believe that God rewards us. Some of the best church services I've ever been a part of is whenever there was inclement weather that would have kept us away. And maybe that's crazy, but in the winter, whenever it snows, that seems like that's the most powerful service that I've been to in weeks is whenever, whenever people that truly, truly wanted to go after God, go to that service and we're all there passionately going after him. It seems like God shows up. Uh, so Garrett, I want to get you into this a little bit. I want to ask you, how big a role has church played in your life? Church is kind of something I've, it's all I've ever known, you know, growing up. I was born and then a few after, a few years after, I was probably four. Dad was a youth pastor until I was 10. So, yeah. A lot of my early life was around a lot of youth, youth group kids and, all this different stuff, kind of growing up with them, them all taking care of me, all that thing. I mean, honestly, and I, I'm trying to think of a better word because I don't want to still like refuge from like, I'm not coming up with it, but the, I mean, refuge is the meaning of refuge is just, it's a place where you can go where you're going to be taken care of. It's a community and it's, it's a lot, it's a loving community that, you're not alone in your walk. And so, I mean, that's really what church has always been for me. You've always got people that are there, there for you. It's just so many different things. Yeah. And you spent a lot of time in the same church. Growing up, you guys attended one church till you were 10 or so. Yeah. You spent after that at the church you're at now. I mean, being able to, grow up and be around a lot of the same people. How has that community impacted your life? So when I was younger, uh, like I said, dad was a youth pastor. And so I was with a lot of kids that were older than me. Like, cause I'm like four hanging out with a bunch of teenagers. I'm like, I am the cool guy. 
on the street. Let me tell you. Go to kindergarten. Let me tell you who I've been hanging out with. My friend drove me somewhere. Took me to McDonald's after church. How about that? So growing up with dad as a youth pastor, I was um, with obviously older people a lot. And so that was kind of like until I was 10 being at that church, that was kind of the community where I kind of grew up, kind of learned like, hey, like you want to be with this. This is a kind of group you want to be with when you're older. You want to you want to have a community like this. and just that the early years of my life that was kind of like getting to know like just really getting to know jesus and getting to know like hey these these are people that have a relationship with him and i'm just getting to kind of sit back and watch it not that i wasn't i got saved when i was like six but but i mean still getting to look at that kind of stuff it was kind of like I was kind of growing up with just like it all handed out to me, like this is how you do it. And then then when I got older, I kind of walked into that at the other church. But then it was kind of like a, hey, like I'm starting to build relationships and friendships and I'm starting to grow up and, you know, find my way. And then you find your purpose. You're finding things that you like, the the places you want to serve. So, I mean, there's just... (laughs) I mean, there's just a lot that the people in church have influenced me. Yeah, and I mean, it sounds like there were some people early on that played a role in like mentoring you, and then mm-hmm. I would think even now, like especially for maybe some listeners that are, you know, maybe a little bit newer to church, a little bit newer to Christianity where they could find that same thing now, like some mentors, people to, to walk them through, you know, how to go about the Christian life, you know, how to do it, especially from people that have been doing it for 30 or 40 years. You brought up the mentor thing. There's quite a few people that have kind of been like a mentor to me. And there's a few that like I've stuck with and, you know, kept up with, but there's one I talk to every day still. <laughs> I'm not going to say his name, but he, because he probably listens to it and he probably, I don't know if he wants a shout out. You know, when he listens to this, I'll let him know it was about him. Uh, as far as like a mentor, like it don't matter how old you are, though, you can always have a mentor. And it doesn't matter if you're listening to this and you're 99 years old. Just as an example, it might be some 30 year old pastor that, you know, can have an influence on your life. So, And whenever you watch church services online, you really miss out on opportunities to build those relationships. You know, you never know. Yeah, exactly. You never know who can help you grow in your life. I agree, though. You say that a lot is taken out of, and this is not us bashing, I mean, online services, because online services are the reason church, some churches are still alive, honestly. It kind of became like, an easy way out for us to say like, but yeah, that wasn't bashing live streams. It was just sometimes you're not getting the same inexperience, you know? And I mean, obviously wherever you are, you can enter God's God's presence. But I mean, it's just, there's such a difference when you're in a church service. Like I mentioned toward the end that whenever there's bad weather, 
or whatever. Uh, it seems like those are some of the best services that I've been in. I believe that God, I believe that God really appreciates whenever we sacrifice, whenever, whenever we're willing to to get up a little bit earlier and and you know throw ourselves together and get to church. I believe that that's one of the reasons we can experience this presence more is because we've sacrificed to be there. You know, everybody knows that it's difficult to you know, go to church at 10, 10 30 and then go out to eat and then knock it home till two o'clock. Like it takes up a lot of your Sunday, but I believe that God sees that sacrifice and uh, rewards us for it by showing his presence, by moving in our lives. Uh, Garrett, for you, what's the most valuable part of being at church in person? Like what's the thing you get the most out of? It's hard to sum it up. There's value in all of it. So one thing for me, this might be kind of a different answer than you than you were expecting. So worship, you know, a lot of people are like, man, the worship's always it. And I definitely like worship's it for me. Like worship's my thing too. Another key thing that's very valuable for me is I was a sophomore or junior in high school. And I started like writing, writing, just writing like notes down during service and like having a, like a Bible journal or anything like that, like to remember you're hearing it, you're writing it down, kind of comprehending it and getting it all in. I think it, I don't know, there's so much more to it. I feel like when I started doing that, because I started focusing more on services. And I feel like I was getting more out of it. And of course, you can you can do that online. But something something about that for me, because when COVID did hit, I stopped doing it. I stopped doing it because, you know, you know, you can't keep up with it. And you got the big Jumbotron, just not the Jumbotron. We don't have a Jumbotron in my church. Well, and like in a live stream, you can watch it over and over. So why do you need to take notes, you know? I mean, yeah, it's kind of like I'll go back and watch it yeah. kind of thing. And I see where you're coming from because I've seen you reference back to those journals you know, multiple times and go through some of the notes and different things that, that you've heard pastors preach about. So, so even just reliving those things and gaining a little bit more wisdom from what those pastors have said over the years. One last question. What's your motivation or what's the one thing that motivates you the most for getting up early, getting dressed and going to church every week? I mean, think about what Jesus did for us. I think we take it for granted so many times. I'm speaking to myself when I say this, but I mean, when you really think about what Jesus did and the sacrifice he made, if you're a believer, if you're a Christian and you you physically can go to church, like what's the least to do to go to church, wake up and go like, and I'm not bashing people for it. I get it. Like he died on the cross for me. Like I can go to a two hour service yeah, and honor him. You know, I think that's really good. So today we answered the question, why is it so important to go to church? There's a huge percentage of people that have stopped attending church in person, and the number of people watching live streams every week has doubled. 
there are three things that make it important to go to church in person. Community, building meaningful relationships to push you closer to God and encourage you. God's power, allowing the elders of the church to pray for you. And when God's people get together, God can do incredible things. And finally, God's presence. Where two or three are gathered together in God's name, he will be there. And that presence is palpable in a church service. So thank you so much for joining us this week. We'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. To keep up with everything we have going on and get updates, follow us on social media. You can find us on Facebook, The After Youth Podcast, or on Instagram and Twitter, at After Youth Pod. If you enjoy the content we put out, consider giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. This helps us reach more people with what we're trying to do, and we would really appreciate it. Thank you for listening every week, and we will see you again next Friday.